Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. And of course, they're packed with the Dunkin' flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, talking tough. President Biden denouncing Vladimir Putin and showing support for Ukraine in his first State of the Union address. Be badly miscalculated. He thought he could roll into Ukraine and the world would roll over. Vice President Harris speaking out live this morning on Today. What history will show is that Vladimir Putin basically ended up strengthening NATO and weakening Russia. We're live from the White House and Ukraine just ahead. Then back to work. The queen resumes her royal duties more than a week after testing positive for COVID. What the palace is saying about her health as they look ahead to her upcoming milestone celebration. Plus, fully booked. We're throwing a gigantic party on our plaza celebrating National Read Across America Day and three years of reading with Jenna. Some of her favorite authors are joining in on the fun as we highlight a school librarian helping children fall in love with reading. When a kid comes in and they like the book that I recommend, oh my goodness, it is the best feeling in the world. You won't want to miss the special surprises we have in store for them. And curb your enthusiasm. HBO polls the documentary about comedian Larry David's life just hours before it was set to premiere. Why the special was postponed and when fans might get a chance to see it. Today, Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. Today, it's Wednesday morning. I'm here in Washington, D.C. Hoda and Craig, you're back in the studio. And I am missing a huge celebration yes, out there on the girl, plaza. Girl, it's exciting here. Okay, it's National Read Across America Day, and it also happens to be the third anniversary of Read with Jenna. Yes, uh, and check it out. Here's how we're going to celebrate. We've got the authors that Jenna's picked for her club through the years. They're arriving on the plaza right now. They're getting ready to help us with some some special surprises. You know fun. how we do it here at the mm -hmm. Today Show. You're not going to want to miss that this morning. Look at all she those has books. Jones done so much for reading and for mm -hmm. those authors. It's exciting to celebrate it. So we'll mm -hmm. get it there in just a couple of minutes. Let's get to your news here at 8 o'clock. And despite that State of the Union rebuke from President Biden, Russia escalated its tax overnight on Ukraine's largest cities. NBC's chief foreign correspondent Richard Engel joins us now from Kiev with the very latest. Richard, good morning. Good morning, Savannah. A very large military convoy is heading toward the capital, Kiev, but its progress has been slowed because of Ukrainian resistance and because of logistical issues. Still, the mayor of Kiev this morning is telling people to use this opportunity, to use this time before the Russian troops arrive to stockpile 
to set up checkpoints, to prepare themselves, to prepare their families, and to get ready to defend this city. A lot of the focus is on the second largest city uh, in this country, out in the east, which uh, the city of Kharkiv, which is being attacked. It is being besieged. The city is surrounded, and from the outside, Russian forces are shelling the center of the city. Russian forces are, are pursuing a similar strategy uh, with smaller cities surrounding them, attacking from the outside, and then demanding that the local authorities surrender. And that is what they are bracing for here. But for the first time today, Savannah, Ukrainian forces announced that they went on the offensive, and that is lifting people's morale somewhat. All right, Richard, thank you very much. Well, as mentioned, the president used his first State of the Union address last night to condemn Vladimir Putin and also to try to reassure Americans about the war, the U.S. economy, and the ongoing pandemic. NBC's chief White House correspondent, Weekend Today co-anchor Peter Alexander, fills us in on that. Peter, good morning. Savannah, good morning to you. President Biden did forcefully slam Vladimir Putin for what he blasted as a premeditated and totally unprovoked invasion, a war that the president says has backfired on Putin and isolated him from the world like never before, while at the same time strengthening the U.S. alliance with its NATO allies. As I've made crystal clear, the United States and our allies will defend every inch of territory that is NATO territory with the full force of our collective power. Every single inch. In a room filled with yellow and blue, as you see the colors of the Ukrainian flag, the president said that Putin badly miscalculated, thinking that Ukraine and the world would simply get get rolled here this morning on today. Vice President Harris acknowledged the limits, though, to how far the U.S. will go. Part of her conversation with Savannah. We're not going to put U.S. troops on the ground to fight fight Russians in Ukraine and not on the ground or in the air. However. We have been uh, supplying Ukraine and our allies with an extraordinary amount of support that is about security assistance and military assistance. And Pres President Biden also tried to revive his stalled domestic agenda, emphasizing his effort to lower costs with Americans facing historic inflation, saying, quote, I get it. He heads to Wisconsin today to try to tout his $1 trillion infrastructure law. Savannah. All right, Peter, thank you very much. As Russian forces close in on Ukraine's capital, all eyes are on Ukraine's president and his family, specifically First Lady Olena Zelenska. Like her husband, she has bravely spoken out against the war. NBC's Kelly Kobier joins us with more. Hey, Kelly, good morning. Hi, good morning to you, Hoda. Yeah, the First Lady's exact location is unknown at this hour, but she and her two children are believed to be in their native Ukraine. Her decision to stay and support her husband, drawing admiration from around the world. Long the dutiful partner to President Volodymyr Zelensky, Olena Zelenska is now emerging on a world stage in her own spotlight. A voice of hope and resilience for Ukraine and its people, as her own family faces an increasingly grave threat to their lives. Zelenska taking to social media this week, sharing a message of resolve at the start of the Russian invasion. I have no panic or tears in me. I will be calm and confident. The 44-year-old mother of two admits she's always been more comfortable in the background, telling Vogue Ukraine in 2019 she was concerned when her husband decided to run for president. I was not too happy when I realized that those were the plans. I realized how everything would change and what difficulties we would have to face. But since entering office, Zelenska has focused her work on several key issues, including women's rights. 
The first lady highlighting the hundreds of thousands of Ukrainian women who have stayed behind to fight on the front lines. I once wrote that women in Ukraine are two million more than men. Now it takes on a whole new meaning. My admiration and bows to you, my incredible compatriots. Also an advocate for children's development, Zelenska drawing special attention to Ukrainian infants born in bomb shelters, proclaiming one day the newborns will live in a peaceful country who defended herself. While her husband gained fame in front of the camera, Zelenska worked behind the scenes as a comedy writer and screenwriter. Both were born and raised in the same city in southeast Ukraine, but didn't meet until they were university students. On Valentine's Day, the couple sharing this video, telling the world, let's love each other and let's love Ukraine. President Zelensky has said that according to information gathered by the Ukrainian government, he is Russia's target number one and his family is target number two. It is impossible to overstate the great personal risk he and his family are taking by staying in Ukraine. Hoda bravery there. Kelly Kobiea. Kelly, thank you. Back here to Major League Baseball and a major disappointment for fans. The league has started canceling games after the Players Union rejected its latest offer to end the three-month lockout. NBC Sam Brock has a look at what happens next. He's outside Marlins Park for us there in Miami. Sam, good morning to you. Yeah, Craig, good morning. That is the question. This is soul-crushing to sports fans because we know Major League Baseball had locked out its players on December 2nd. Here we are three months later, a mad scramble this past week, and still no deal between these sides. Fans right now devastated as it's not clear when their teams might actually return to the diamond. The spring season now striking out. For the first time in more than a quarter century, Major League Baseball is canceling games over a labor dispute. The calendar dictates that we're not going to be able to play the first two series of the regular season, and those games are officially canceled. That's 91 games so far, and fans eager for some hope after a long year are disappointed. Sports is a way for people to escape, and I definitely think it will be a loss if they cannot come to an agreement. The two sides seemingly locked in. There were major issues on which we were very far apart. But the reason we're not playing is simple. A lockout is the ultimate economic weapon. Economics are at the heart of it. Major League Baseball saw revenues go from around $8 billion to nearly $11 billion right before the pandemic. Yet player salaries went down slightly for four straight years. And of the four major American sports, baseball has the lowest minimum salary at around $570,000. MLB did offer to bump that up more than 100000 but the Players Union is looking to protect its youngest members, many of whom won't see market value for years. The reality of the situation is that uh, almost half the players make league minimum or less if they, only, if they play less than half a year. And with the Players Union flying back to New York, Commissioner Rob Manfred says the earliest an agreement could be reached would be tomorrow, leaving fans hoping the MLB and its players will budge. It's good to be able to kick back and watch a game that you love. Now, there is no requirement that Major League Baseball cancel games or meet a deadline, but the Players Union says that they're going to be fighting right now to get back lost pay or at least to reschedule games. That has to be part of any deal that they will sign. So, Craig, 
buckle up. Yeah, Back to you. It's not just the players and fans. It's all those folks who work at the stadiums, too. The vendors, the parking lot attendants, all those folks. So, Sam, keep us posted. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Sam. All right, Miss Guthrie, you're racing to Reagan National. Catch a flight and come back. <laughs> Job, <laughs> well done. Job right. well done. See you tomorrow. All right, see you tomorrow, SG. Uh, when we come back here, we're going to take you live to Buckingham Palace with some, some good news this morning as the Queen recovers from COVID. Plus, check this out. Look at all these amazing Read with Jenna authors. Look at all of their glorious books. We're going to celebrate the joys of reading and a milestone for this little book club, three years old. We have a lot of fun in store for them. But first, these messages. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In-laws, love them or hate them, you're pretty much stuck with them. And when you're a ruler in the Middle Ages, that can be a serious problem. It might even land you dead. I'm Dan Jones, and on season four of This Is History, I'm telling the story of England's weirdest king, Henry III. He's in way over his head, and he's surrounded by bloodthirsty relatives with their eyes on his throne. To listen, search This Is History and follow wherever you get your podcasts. back 817 and we've got some encouraging news when it comes to the queen's health yes yeah, some good news after battling covid for more than a week now the 95 year old has now resumed her royal duties nbc's kathy park has resumed her royal duties as well she's at buckingham palace with the very latest hey kathy Hey guys, good morning to you both. Yeah, there have been growing concerns about the Queen's health ever since she tested positive for COVID more than a week ago. As you mentioned, she is 95 years old, but she recently proved to the world that she's on the mend and going back to her royal duties. The Queen welcoming two new ambassadors virtually, easing concerns that have been mounting for more than a week about her health. The Queen canceling several engagements after she tested positive for COVID on February 20th, experiencing mild cold-like symptoms. This after Prince Charles and Camilla tested positive days before. Prior to the Queen's diagnosis, she cracked jokes in her last face-to-face -face meeting with senior defense officials. Good morning, Your Majesty. How are you? Well, as you can see, I can't move. A major reception at Windsor Castle for foreign diplomats remains canceled, although Prince Charles out and about on Tuesday reportedly saying she's a lot better now. The Queen is alleged to have met with members of her family over the weekend at Frogmore Cottage, including William and Kate and their three children. The Duchess of Cambridge just back from a successful solo trip to Denmark. And as the Queen prepares to celebrate her Platinum Jubilee year, Kensington Palace is hosting an exhibition showing archive photographs of the royals as we've rarely seen them before. 
a young Princess Elizabeth with her dog, precious moments with her father King George VI in his study. Queen Elizabeth, a queen photographer herself, showing images of the royals as a normal family, a tradition that continues to this day. Getty Royal photographer Chris Jackson capturing the celebration of Prince Charles's 70th birthday. It's those unexpected moments that generally happen when you're, of course, least expecting it, which are the, are the best photos, and you always kind of know you have a feeling inside you. I mean, it's always great fun photographing the royal children. I have to find myself looking on the back of the camera and smiling because you've got these lovely pictures. The Duchess of Cambridge, well known for taking candid photos of her children, snapped this joyous picture of Prince George. And also featured in the exhibit, Princess Diana walking in a cleared minefield in Angola and Prince Harry following in his mother's footsteps. Plus, there's a powerful image of Diana holding the hand of an AIDS patient and a stunning glimpse of the princess snapped by a member of the public. Meanwhile, more photos of the Queen will likely be snapped on March 14th when she makes her next public appearance at Westminster Abbey for Commonwealth Day. And then later on this month, on March 29th, when she attends the memorial service for her late husband, Prince Philip. So she's staying busy. Yes, Guys, she back is. to you. Despite being 95. And by the way, Kathy Park looks good there in front of Buckingham yes. Palace. Good to see you nice there. London London looks good on you. <laughs> All right. Dylan, how about a check of the weather? Cheerio. Cheerio. <laughs> Glad we squeezed that in yeah. there. Uh, we do we do have some snow likely across uh, parts of New England today. A little clipper system moving through the snow exiting Maine, but we're also seeing snow off of Lake Ontario. And then a secondary clipper uh, clipping parts of the western Great Lakes. And that will continue to drag down some colder temperatures as well. So we will see some accumulating snow. We'll see some enhancement off the Great Lakes as well. So that'll uh, add up the snowfall totals. And then it will exit as we go into Thursday. But there you see the cold winds blowing in from the northwest as temperatures will be below average. So as far as accumulating snow, Again, most of it would be off of Lake Ontario. We could end up with about five, six inches and just kind of a dusting to a couple inches elsewhere across New England. And that's your latest forecast. What time is it? Time yes. to get the pop started. What time is it? Save the pleasantries. We're, we're cramped for time. Okay, go, go, go. All right, go. we're going to start with the item we teased earlier this morning. Larry David, HBO's pulled the comedian's highly anticipated documentary just hours before it was scheduled to premiere on Tuesday. The network announcing in a statement on Twitter that the two-part special is being postponed without giving the fans any real update as to what they when or why or what's going on. The tweet went on to explain, quote, Larry has decided he wants to do it in front of an audience. Oh. The project titled The Larry David Story was scheduled to air last night. Oh. So I guess at face value, he wants to do it in front of an audience, maybe okay. behind the scenes. He doesn't love the documentary. Okay. Either way, you got a lot of power at HBO to be able to play <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the 11th hour. <laughs> Next up, People, the magazine, just revealing the stars honored in this week's special Women Changing the World issue. On the cover, one of our favorite artists around here, Lizzo. Lizzo. The Grammy winner opening up to the magazine about dealing with body shamers and protecting her mental health. And in addition to the Truth Hurts singer, you're going to see some other great women in being recognized in the issue, including Rita Moreno, Goldie yeah. Hawn, and Jeopardy star Amy Schneider for the full story. Be sure and check out that new issue of People. It hits newsstands on Friday. Next up, Earning It, narrated by chart-topping artist Ciara. The five-part docuseries is shining a light on some of the trailblazing women working in the NFL and opening doors for more to join both on and off the field. All five episodes of Earning It, the NFL's forward progress, are streaming now on Peacock. Next up, The Courtship, Hoda, your favorite new Dying. show. Love is in the Air, Dying. an NBC's new dating show. That's <laughs> oh. making all of your Bridgerton dreams a reality. The new series is taking one woman back in time to Regency-era England, where she's going to awesome. be courted by 16 eligible suitors. Is it real? 
That costume budget looks like it's more than our annual budget here. That just looks cinematic, doesn't it? It's like you're stepping like into a fairy tale. Yeah. It is a good idea you go for to a ball, that era. You ride in a sure carriage. Is it like the Bridgerton meets The Bachelor? But these yeah. shows are known to get so cool. raunchy in the hot tub. It's going to be weird to see how that all works into this it's a civilized society. All right, let's yeah, see. I'd stick around for the fourth hour. I Nicole's going to be stopping by to chat with Hoda and Jenna. Yeah, the Courtship <laughs> is the name of it. It kicks off Sunday here on NBC. You can also oh. stream it the following day on Peacock. Cool. It's one of ours. It's going to be good. All right, just ahead, guys, we are visiting with a friend right here in Studio A. Courtney Cox has oh, Courtney. arrived. Oh, she's going to tell us about her spooky new show that we think you're going to love. Also, our celebration of National Read Across America Day, folks, and an anniversary for Jenna's Book Club, as JBH is going to highlight a woman that is doing some great things to bring books into the lives of people in her community. We'll be right back after this. Wednesday morning, second day of March, 2022. Uh, folks, we got we got a busy and fun half hour coming your way. We do. All right, kicking it off, the one, the only, Courtney them. Cox. She's bringing her talents back to the small screen. She's got a new series. It's kind of creepy and kind of funny. It's called Shining Veil. It's filled with the comedy she loves, the horror that horror fans will love, that Courtney's so good at. Uh, we can't wait to hear more about it from nice her. Nice to have the stars back in the building yes. last couple of days. Yes. You know, here, it's great. Then we're going to have a very special school librarian on to celebrate this national Read Across America Day. And oh, Jenna's assembled a as you can see, a bunch of her Read with Jenna authors all here on the plaza for a morning full of fun and surprises. Pretty cool. Coming up on the third hour of today, our friend Jill Martin. She's actually going to open up about a private and personal health battle. It's something she's faced for years, and she is really doing it to hopefully help other women who may be going through it too. All right, meantime, tomorrow we are beginning a special month-long exercise program with Stephanie Mansour, who's designed a high-intensity interval training routine. Did you know and not know about this? No, we just looked at each other. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Here we go again. Great, great for beginners. <laughs> here we go again. All right, we have an exclusive announcement as well this morning with the Winter Paralympics about to begin. We can finally reveal the opening ceremony's flag bearers for Team USA. They are Alpine skiers Danelle Umstead, a three-time bronze medalist, and Tyler Carter, a three-time Paralympian. And here they are finding out the exciting news. Remember, you can watch the Winter Paralympics beginning Friday at 6.30 a.m. on USA and Peacock. We urge you to support it and watch it. Yes. Indeed. Fantastic. Absolutely. Really Absolutely. Inspiration. All right. Uh, before we get to anything else, Ms. Trier, have another check of the weather. Yeah, it's not too bad out not here. Not at all. Right? Not too bad at all. We are going to see uh, the March chill in the air as we get closer to the weekend, though, across the northeast, especially 20s and 30s. It's warm, though, down south. And we do have some wet weather, much-needed wet weather, moving into uh, the southwest, into California and the Cascades out in that area. Heavy snow possible on Saturday, especially across the northern plains. Look at all that up through the Rockies, too. But it is going to be sunny and warm in the southeast as temperatures get into the 70s and 80s. Now, it's still chilly in the northeast on Saturday, but look at Sunday. We should get up into the 50s, 60s, some 70s down across the mid-Atlantic. And more snow, though, is likely uh, on the backside of that storm system you see on uh, Sunday. Yeah, right. All right, Dylan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for all you do. <laughs> Coming up next, Courtney Cox. We're going to talk about Talk to her about her return to TV, a spooky new show, and its connection to friends. But first, this is today on NBC. Right now? Oh, here we are. <laughs> Welcome 
Welcome back for 10 seasons. Courtney Cox starred as everyone's favorite tidy friend, Monica Geller on NBC's hit sitcom. And now she is returning to the small screen. It's a spooky new show. Courtney plays a wife and a mother of two going through a midlife crisis who seems to be the only member of her family seeing spirits in their new and haunted home. Courtney, this sounds like perfect for you. I was just thinking like it takes scream. It takes a little fun with friends. It's like the perfect combo. It really is. It's, yeah. the, it's, it's just one of the greatest times in my life that I get to play a character that is so layered. She is a mother of a teenage daughter. Yeah. She is going through depression, menopause, <laughs> uh, writer's block, um, you name it. And she's trying to get her family back together after having uh, an affair with the handyman. Oh, so totally yeah. normal. And, yeah. and it's totally creepy, too. Like, yeah. there's a part of it that's really, like, scary. Oh, it's scary. scary, yeah. Mira, Mira Sorvino, who's an incredible actor, plays uh, a character named Rosemary, who, I it's mean, like she is the ghost, she's got a very who's... dark past, and she is at this house, and she's scary. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, did you, when you read the script, did you say, yeah, that's for me? Absolutely, the first thing. I mean, yeah. it's created by uh, Sharon Horgan, yeah. who's this incredible actress, writer, yeah. and Jeff Astroff, who I've known since Friends. Uh -huh. So it's got this perfect combination of it's a dark comedy. It's also, you know, really, really scary. And um, I just I couldn't be happier with it. It's, and it's fun. Did you shoot it on in the same lot that you shot Friends? Yeah. How weird was that? I know stage five. It's the first year we shot Friends, and mm -hmm. I walked in, and that's where I do my writing in the show, mm -hmm. and. I just, all these memories flooded back. We had one bathroom <laughs> and it just where the- Unchanged. Most of the cast would play poker and I was uh -huh. watching the OJ trial. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what you did during. Um, you're, I cannot believe your daughter is 17. I know. Are you freaking out? Is she, is she are you an empty nester yet? I'm gonna that, be, yeah. Oh and I didn't think about it for a while and recently it hit me and uh, that that's gonna be tough. What, what, how do you anticipate it being? Like, do you think, will everything be different for you I when I think so. I mean, she is the kind of kid that's either in her room or out. So <laughs> there will be things like, I didn't notice she was here anyway. She's <laughs> very independent. And, uh, but I, it's gonna be hard for sure. I, by the way, she's got a beautiful singing voice. I got, I've got to listen to her on your, on your Instagram a little bit. It's really good. She's is, really good. Is that something she's thinking about? Oh, for pursuing? sure. She's gonna go into the arts and uh, 100%. How about you? You're like playing the piano and you just yell to her, Coco, come sing. And she's like, no, oh, I'm no. not coming. She just does. I can't get her to do anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about just the dishes. I cannot get her to help me on the, I just want her to sing for me on a little piano. No, she won't. <laughs> um, and I, your house, I was just, just watching some of the stuff you do. It seems like such a fun place to be. You invite in, like you'll have Ed Sheeran, Elton John said that people are coming over for dinner. What is life like? At your at your home. Well, I've been having these Sunday gatherings forever because there's really no community in LA. It's so spread out. I don't yeah. have any family there. My clo close, closest sisters in Newport. So mm -hmm. I've been doing this for the longest I can remember. My grandmother used to do it. I have 21 first cousins, so I, I kind of need that. You have 21 gathering. first cousins. Yeah. So now that I live in LA, I have. All kinds of people. Yeah. I mean, that was a real coup to have Elton John. That doesn't. <laughs> How did that, that even happen? come to be? What was Ed that? Ed invited him for dinner because he was staying there, and I was obviously in awe. And, but but I do have a really interesting group. It, it can change every week. Doesn't matter what you do. Um, it's it's nice. You meet you meet people that you would never normally meet, and I don't mean famous. I'm just talking about regular, just great people. Wow. 
Um, we're both 57, which when I was reading that, I was just like, wow. And you talked about, I think it was to one of the magazines, about how you, we were all chasing our youth. We want to go, you know, we want to go back in time. And how, how, have, how do you feel about that as we sit here in these chairs today? Well, I had made some comment that was really blown out of proportion. Yeah. I wasn't trying to teach anybody anything. It's, it, I was just talking about myself, and it was years ago. But, I mean, aging is not easy, but you just, um, at a certain point, just relax into it and, and are happy with the parts that are good about it. I mean, I used to come here and would have been a nervous wreck, and now I'm all Totally chill. I'm comfortable. I just talk you to you all day. You used to be a nervous wreck here? <laughs> well, I was just thinking, who does this? And it's all live, and oh, yeah. my God, him timing, and <laughs> four seconds, wave to the camera. <laughs> now it's like, now okay. you just, yeah, you're different, a different place. Are you yeah. happy right now? Oh, yeah, I'm really happy. By the way, your I, man is hot. Uh, yes, yeah. you have a great man. Are you guys getting married or? Um, you know, we've been together for eight years, yeah. and he's just, I, I don't, I don't, we don't think about marriage. We just are happy. Yeah. You're just happy. Yeah. Like Goldie and Kurt. You're just happy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so talented, and I, I still have a talent crush. <laughs> See, that's the coolest. And a great voice. He's got a great voice, too. I don't mean singing. I sometimes just say, do you mind leaving me a voice message, <laughs> even so though we can, just hung up? Just so you can listen <laughs> to him. Wow. Well, good luck with this show. I hope a lot Thank of people you. check it out. It's called Shining Veil. It premieres Sunday night on Stars. Courtney, thank you for coming to see thank us. You. Coming up next, we're heading out to the plaza. We've got an anniversary, a celebration for Jenna's book club with the help of a whole host of her beloved authors. But first, this is Today on NBC. Thank you. Something bad has happened to Mom. Streaming now on Peacock. Joy Delaney, mother of four, has gone missing. From the author of Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers. She will come back. You think we're this, like, big happy family? Oh, oh, oh. I have a confession. Stop Starring Oscar nominee Annette Bening, Sam Neill, Jake Lacey, and Allison Brie. Secrets will poison any family. And what you don't know can hurt you. Apples never fall. Streaming now only on Peacock. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with seven-time Grammy winner Casey Musgraves to talk about the inspiration for her new album, the process she uses to write those beautiful songs, and finding success while bucking convention in Nashville. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. We are back. We're back with a special event on the plaza because not only is today National Read Across America Day, it also marks three years of Read with Happy Jenna. birthday. Yes, yes. Jenna. Wow. I'm a toddler. Just a baby. <laughs> well, the woman behind our popular book club is here along with a team of authors. As you've seen on the plaza, mm -hmm. she's handpicked all along the way. We're going to find out what they're up to in just a bit. But first, JB, you've got a really special story for us this morning. I really do. Uh -huh. So I've loved books for as long as I can remember. And I started read with Jenna to share that love and to create a community for others who feel the same way. And on this special day, I want to introduce you to another lady who loves to read. She's a school librarian. She's fiercely devoted to her students, her community, and books. You just have to meet Mrs. Michelle Wright Jump. Before you even step foot inside of Horizons on the Hudson Magnet School in New Bern, New York. Hi, guys. You know something special is happening within its walls and something magical in its library. What do you feel when you walk into your library? 
love love. Michelle Wright Jump has been the school librarian for more than a decade, a job she calls a dream. I absolutely love what I do. I love my kids. It just makes my day, just knowing that I'm touching their lives and that we have a connection. The school is rich in diversity and culture, and for some, English is not their first language. With books in a dozen different languages, Mrs. Jump makes sure that her students feel valued and recognized in her library. What does it feel like when you recommend a book to a child and they feel seen? I think it affirms who they are. When a kid comes in and they like the book that I recommend, oh my goodness, it is the best feeling in the world because I know that if that child's a reluctant reader, then I'm onto something. And it opens up so many worlds. It does, it does, like it did for me. An immigrant herself, Mrs. Jump grew up in Jamaica with no access to a school library. Her parents prioritized literacy for her and her siblings, but she admits it wasn't love at first sight. One holiday, you asked for a record player. We were into music. We wanted to sing Michael Jackson and Karen Carpenter. And my parents brought us a set of encyclopedias. Encyclopedias, we wanted a record player. But it transformed our lives. Our house became like a hub for research for the whole community. If reading is her first love, then her community is a close second. Mrs. Jump envisions her students making a difference in their hometown. My dream is that one day when I'm old and gray, that I'll see them as president, as the business owner somewhere, making decisions in the community. And that's why we bring in community partners so that they can model for them. Last year, Mrs. Jump was named the New York Library Association's Librarian of the Year. But her students love her more for her heart than her fancy title. I think I met her like when I was in first grade. Then when I saw her, I was thinking in my head, Oh my gosh, she's my favorite. After I met Miss Jump, she encouraged me and inspired me to read more. It's so cool how she likes to focus on each and every one of us to make us be better. Oh, that's so sweet. There's not much Mrs. Jump won't do for her kids. She embraces their cultures, even painting the flags of her students' homelands on her nails. How do they respond when they see their home country painted. <laughs> Sometimes they're distracted. <laughs> but again, they feel affirmed. They know that where they're from is important, who they are is important. They'll be validated here. And I'd like <laughs> everyone to please join me in giving a warm welcome to Mrs. Michelle yeah. Wright. When you show your kids themselves in a book, they feel like they're enough. Absolutely. And that's everything for you. It is everything to me. As I said, growing up without access to a school library, in my school, there were public libraries. I just wanted to provide for my kids something that I did not have at the time. Um, my sister, Lilith Smith, was my first librarian on a bookmobile yes. oh, wow. <laughs> in a little school called Four Pass Primary. And she and is in here. She she's... was your first librarian. What would she think about all of this? <laughs> She'd say, 
good, it was expected of you, <laughs> and what are you doing now to promote literacy and libraries? I, oh my God, what's so next? <laughs> what's next? That would be what she'd say. Well, that is so beautiful. And by the way, can we just talk for one second about your beautiful fingernails and how it's, can I Will just see them up, for one second? I just need to look. Oh my gosh, you Impressive. all represented. Jamaica. Wow, yes, beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it just, shows, it just shows you everything. Everything yeah. you do to make sure yeah. your kids are seen. Yeah. Well, listen, here at the Today Show, we know you think you're here just to promote literacy, yeah. but really, we like to give a couple surprises, I don't we, that. guys? Yes, we always okay. do. Okay, so first, I want you to take a look right here. Do you see your greatest choice? <laughs> oh. There they are. <laughs> I know you My see. My kids, I have two sets. I have a home set of kids, and I have a school set of kids. Okay, well, I saw how much they adore you, and I know that you adore them, and it's so important that you get books that represent them, that come in Absolutely. their home languages. So we want to do that. Harper Collins oh. Children's Book heard about the incredible work you're doing. Oh. They are giving you a thousand oh, children's books. Oh, for thank you. Thank you. It's absolutely wow. wonderful. Do you think you Thank can use you. those? Absolutely. My kids are ready to read that. And many of them yeah. come yes. and, and, and multi-languages because I know that's important to you. Very important. Okay, but here's the thing. You well, love to read gonna... too. I do. Okay? So we can't send your library home with nothing. <laughs> so on behalf of the Read with Jenna authors and their publishers, we wanted you to have all 40. Oh. Here's each of <laughs> We could give you the book mobile, but just okay. But wait, there's more. Do you want more? Would you like a little bit more? All morning long, you guys, we have seen these incredible Read with Jenna authors. They packed up hundreds and hundreds of boxes. And what I learned about you is that you care about your school, but you care about your community even Absolutely. more. So, Miss Jump, you know where all these boxes are headed? No, they are going to the community of Newburgh. Oh, my thanks God. to all of these authors, they're donating $2,000. Awesome. All in your name. Community is everything. That's, my parents promoted that. Yes. We centered community in, in our lives. Yes. And they gave and gave to community. So, oh. Well, guess what you're doing? You're giving and giving to it's your community, sure. too. Oh Jenna, is Mrs. Sure. Jump's family here? Yes, Mrs. Where Jump's family is right they? there. They're yeah. all over. Yeah. We're yeah. the video. Yeah. Mrs. Jump's family. My husband, my sister, my girl, <laughs> my sister-in-law, Lilith's husband's here. <laughs> They're all here. Yeah. What a great crew well, you have. And Mrs. I hear my <laughs> high school sent someone from... Your high school? Glenmere High School, number one school in Jamaica. Hello, oh, I'm class of 81. I hear there's someone here. Oh. Well, here. Mrs. Jump, you are beloved. We thank hope you. you feel the love today and I every do. day. I do. And can we also just give a special thanks to all the incredible yes. authors. They've been here all morning packing boxes. Amazing. They are incredible. Yeah, they are. There are their names. Read their books. They have changed me and so many readers. Jenna. Can I say, Jenna, and, uh, today is Library Advocacy Day, yeah. so I'm asking everyone to advocate for libraries. Yes. K through five libraries are not mandatory in New York State, and as much as we do, we are endangered. Yeah. So I would like everyone to go on and support libraries. Librarians, look at your kids. This is That was awesome. We love you, Miss Thank, thank, thank you for thank coming you so much. We're also going to throw in every Michael Jackson record you ever got. <laughs>
got the encyclopedias. We got Michael Jackson. Plus, we are keeping the celebration going. These authors are going to come back in the fourth hour. We got some fun and some trivia coming yeah. up. That's right. And we have a huge, oh, we have a huge, huge. announcement. Another one? This is just, no, we have to major. check in. We have a big announcement for the fourth hour. Okay. The biggest announcement. Uh, uh, we're back with that and more. But first, this is my kids on NBC. Congratulations. The whole family's here. This is the whole family. Can you tell us who everybody is? Who's this? Who's this? You know, Mike? My sister-in-law, Pamela, my daughter, Micah, and my brother-in-law, Lalit's husband, and my husband, Vaughn. Everybody's here. You got all this. Yes. Oh, this is beautiful. I mean, we had so much fun with you, Mrs. Jump. Thank Jenna, you. what a fantastic job. Oh, well, thank you. And can we just say thank you to all these authors? Yes. Yes. We're going to keep our Read with Jenna party going in the fourth hour. We got all kinds of fun. We got food. We got everything for book lovers. It's going to be fun. But first, on the third hour, tennis star Coco Goff will join us live. Thank you, guys. It was awesome. This is John.